Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode 38 of my Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast. This episode is the first of three that explore special topics that are often not addressed in mental training, yet can have a real impact on athletic performance. The topic for today's episode is Perform Your Best in Big Events. In sharing my Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast, I've attempted to provide you with a comprehensive approach to mental preparation for athletic success. I identified the five quote-unquote mental muscles that comprise my prime performance system. Motivation, confidence, intensity, focus, and mindset, as I described in previous episodes, that I believe are most important for you to focus on in your mental training. Using these five mental muscles as the framework of my podcast, I offered you useful information and practical mental tools, including goal setting, mental imagery, routines, self-talk, and breathing that you can use to ensure that you're mentally prepared to perform your best in both training and, more importantly, in competition. But there are many aspects of mental preparation that don't readily fit into the five mental muscles or the five mental tools that I believe are worthy of discussion. As a result, I've created the following series of episodes to share with you some of these additional areas that you might find useful as you pursue your athletic goals. Now, to the topic of today's podcast. Very early in Train Your Mind for Athletic Success, I introduced you to two important goals. First, to achieve prime sport, which means performing at a consistently high level under the most challenging conditions. This goal involves maintaining a high level of performance day in and day out, week in and week out, month in and month out, and year in and year out. Second, to perform your best in what I call prime time, which is the biggest competition of the season under difficult conditions against your toughest opponents. It is these events that you're aiming for because they are the ultimate standard by which you measure your success as an athlete. Depending on your age, level of competition, and ability, prime time can mean a state, sectional, or national high school championship, a collegiate playoff game, the Olympics, or professional game or match. Whatever your example of prime time, you want to enter the event totally prepared and then perform your best on this biggest stage of your athletic life. Your ability to perform your best in prime time depends largely on how you think about the big event. In this episode, I will share with you some ideas that can help you approach the important competition with a frame of mind that will set you up for success. From Shannon Miller, the Olympic gold medal winning gymnast, the physical aspects of the sport can only take you so far. In the Olympic Games, everyone is talented. Everyone trains hard. Everyone does the work. What separates the gold medalists from the silver medalists is simply the mental game. Now let's begin to explore what you can do to perform your best in the biggest events of the year. Let me start with the KISS principle. Sports are pretty darn complicated experiences. There are so many things that you put into your sport, and there are so many things that you get out of it as well. There are also many contributors to athletic success, including physical, technical, tactical, equipment, mental, weather, conditions, and team, just to name a few. Additionally, there are many things that can go wrong leading up to, preparing for, and during a big competition. There are usually more people involved, more things to do as an athlete, more responsibilities to more people, and a lot more distractions. All of these complications can lead to more distractions, more complications inside your head, including doubt, worry, expectations, pressure, and stress. 
And this tsunami of complications can overwhelm you and lead to a disappointing performance in prime time. The KISS principle is my antidote to all of these complications. Now, most people know the KISS principle as keep it simple, stupid. But I prefer to define it as keep it simple, smart. Because if you're smart, you'll keep your lead up to and participation in the big event as simple as possible. And you will have a much better chance of performing up to your ability and ending the day satisfied with the result. You can invoke the KISS principle in several ways. First, identify those essential things, those few essential things, that have the most impact on your performance and over which you have control. For the controllables, do everything you can to gain control of them so they impact you only in good ways. Also, identify those things that are either not that important to your performances or over which you have no control. For those things that aren't very important, or for the uncontrollables, do your best to ignore them because, by definition, they're either not a concern for you or there's nothing you can do about them, respectively. Moreover, if you pay attention to them, they will affect you badly. Second, identify the few key areas that you need to focus on that are most important for you to perform your best. Throw everything else out the window. Then make sure you pay attention to those key areas and do them the best you can. Finally, remind yourself why you're there. It's easy to get caught up in the hoopla of the big competition, whether it's the attention you're getting from family and friends, fans, or the media, the activities related to the event, banquets and press conferences, and the talk about winning. When you go to this quote-unquote dark side, think about why you're really there, for the fun, for the excitement, for the opportunity to show yourself how good you can be, for the satisfaction of giving your best effort, regardless of the outcome. If you can adhere to the KISS principle leading up to that moment when you enter the competitive arena, you will set yourself up to perform your best and increase your chances of finding success at the end. From Carl Lewis, the many-time Olympic track and field gold medalist, my thoughts before a big race are usually pretty simple. I tell myself, get out of the blocks, run your race, stay relaxed. If you run your race, you'll win. Channel your energy, focus. Another key thing that's important for you to perform your best in big events is to dance with the one who brung you. Yes, I realize that this phrase is bad English, but it conveys a very important message. Too often, when athletes are preparing for a big competition, they feel that they need to do something different, something special, that they need to raise their game because the event is so important. In fact, that is the worst thing to do. To the contrary, you want to keep doing exactly what you did to get to the big competition. Thus the expression, dance with the one who brung you. You should never do anything new or different for an important competition for several reasons. First, you won't be familiar with your new approach, and as a result, it may cause discomfort and uncertainty. Because it's different, you won't be entirely sure it will work, thus hurting your confidence when you need it most. And the break from your usual patterns may cause stress and anxiety because it will be out of your usual rhythm and flow. Dancing with the one who brung you means sticking with the fundamentals of what has worked in the past. You should maintain good eating and sleeping habits. You should continue your usual conditioning program, though of course dialing it back to ensure you're rested. You should keep the training and competitive routines that have gotten you prepared in the past. And you should make sure that you have fun because, as I talked about in earlier episodes, you will feel relaxed if you're having fun, which is the best way to prepare for a competition. 
from Ray Allen, the former NBA player. Don't change for change's sake. Now let me introduce you to two approaches to performing your best in big events. You've worked hard all season. You've earned a place in the competition that you've been aiming for all year long. But getting there isn't enough. You want to perform your best in the big one. Continuing to improve your technique and sticking with that usual conditioning maintenance program will certainly help. But whether you succeed or fail to achieve your goals at this all-important event ultimately depends upon what happens between your ears as the event approaches. Nearing these competitions with the right attitude is your key to performing your best. The problem is that really important competitions can play mind games with your head. Instead of just wanting to do your best, you really want to do your best. Your focus can shift from what do I have to do to perform well to what will happen if I don't perform well. What had been goals can turn into pressure-laden expectations. What is supposed to be a challenge to enjoy becomes a threat to fear. If you go to the dark side of these big competitions, you've lost before you even enter the competitive arena. From Steph Curry, the two-time NBA MVP, I've never been afraid of big moments. I get butterflies, I get nervous and anxious, but I think those are all good signs that I'm ready for the moment. There are two schools of thought on how to prepare for a big competition. One approach is to try to ignore the fact that it's big and simply say, it's no big deal, so there's nothing to get worked up about. For example, in preparation for an upcoming world championships, the coaching staff of a national team had their athletes training in isolation, keeping the media away so they didn't get distracted or buy into the expectations that the outside forces, such as the press and fans, can often impose on athletes before big events. The coaches and athletes wanted to treat the world championships like just another event and to ignore the hype surrounding it. The risk of this approach is that big competitions are hard to ignore, even if the athletes are kept isolated. By ignoring the reality of the situation, you are not preparing yourself for the magnitude of the event that will inevitably hit you sooner or later. You will have to face the hype expectations at some point, but you won't be mentally prepared to handle the inescapable pressure that comes with a big event. The other school of thought argues that big events can't be avoided, ignored, or downplayed. Rather, athletes must face the reality of these competitions and do what they can to respond positively to the unavoidable expectations and pressures. Another national team coaching staff assumed this approach in preparation for the same world championships. Given the popularity of the sport in their country, there was no way for them to hide. This approach has athletes say, this event is a big deal, so let's figure out how to deal with it positively. And with this approach, you must acknowledge that your upcoming event is huge and is not to be taken lightly. You must establish an attitude that will enable you to achieve your goals. I'm going to believe in myself, stay grounded, and focus on what I need to do to perform my best. This attitude helps you deflect the external and self-imposed pressures and enables you to maintain a positive and healthy perspective and focus as you approach the big events. You need to figure out what you need to do to be totally prepared to perform your best. For example, your conditioning, your sport training, your mental preparation, sort of social activities. You also should recognize what and who might interfere with your preparations. For example, too much time with family and friends, or too much time spent on your social media. Finally, you must take deliberate steps to ensure that you maintain this attitude and do the things that you have learned that will lead you to success. The risk of this approach 
is that despite your best efforts, you may not be able to deflect the expectations and pressure. Instead of inoculating yourself against the pressure, you actually succumb to it. What we can learn from this is that there is no one ideal approach. You must look at how you've handled big competitions in the past. If you've performed well using one approach, then stick with it. But one of my favorite sayings is, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if it didn't work before, don't expect it to work this time. In this case, you will want to do something different. Regardless of the approach you take, the goal is to enter the big event feeling motivated, confident, relaxed, and focused. If you feel that way, you will perform your best in all likelihood and most likely achieve the goals you set for yourself. An unknown quote, treat every game as a big game. Now let me describe to you four keys to performing your best in big events. What do you need to do to be totally prepared to perform your best on the day of a big competition? If you ask the top 10 men and women in your sport, you will probably get 20 different answers. But having asked this question of many professional and Olympic athletes, I found five themes that underlie their responses. First, control or not to control. The life of an athlete can be stressful. There are many things that you can worry about and that can cause you to become distracted, anxious, frustrated, and just plain irritated, all of which will hurt your ability to perform your best when it counts most. Unfortunately, many athletes worry about the wrong things. They get stressed out about things over which they have absolutely no control. In your athletic life, as I've talked in previous episodes, there are some things you should think about and others you shouldn't. And there's some things you can control and other things you can't. Things that you should pay attention to are those things over which you have control, including your physical condition, effort, attitude, thoughts, emotions, behavior, equipment, and preparations. All of these are within your control. So by thinking about them, you can ensure that they're all working for you rather than against you. At the same time, things in your athletic life that you have no control over, yet you still may worry about, might include other competitors, coaches, officials, your parents, and the competitive venue and conditions. If you think about these, you're creating stress, wasting energy, and preventing yourself from focusing on aspects of your sport that will help you perform your best in that big event. The next time you find yourself stressing out before a big competition, ask yourself one simple question. Is the thing I'm stressing out about under my control? If it's not, let it go and focus on things you can control. If it is within your control, instead of worrying about, do something about it. From AJ Kitt, a ski racing world championship medalist, you have no control over what the other guys do. You only have control over what you do. Second, have a game plan. Being prepared for a big competition doesn't just mean doing what you need to do physically, technically, tactically, and mentally before the event. It also involves having a clearly defined and understood plan of how you will perform your best and achieve your goals in the competition. There are two components to an effective game plan. First, you need to decide what you need to do to perform your best. Contributors to this aspect of your game plan might include identifying your strengths and devising a competitive strategy that will play to those strengths, determining what pace you want to set in the competition, and what you need to do before and during the event to ensure that you're competent, confident, and comfortable. Second, 
your game plan should include information about your opponent, whether another competitor, in tennis, for example, or fencing or boxing, a group of competitors, such as track and field or swimming, or a team, such as in volleyball or basketball. The more you can know about their strengths and weaknesses, the more you can devise a strategy that will play to their weaknesses and avoid their strengths. Second, as the saying goes, the best laid plans of mice and men often go awry. This paraphrase from the poet Robert Burns certainly applies to sports. You can have a great game plan in theory, but it doesn't always work out in reality. As a result, in addition to your plan A, you should also devise a backup plan B in case plan A doesn't work. Though you can never predict with certainty how a plan will play out, you can base your plan B on other possible scenarios that might occur during the competition. For example, a lacrosse team's plan A might focus on their opponent's supposed weakness based on a scouting report that they are easily intimidated by an attacking style of play. But once the game begins, they might see that their opponent is defending well, thus neutralizing their aggressive style. In this case, they should have created a plan B beforehand that shifts to a more defensive and counterattacking style. From Peyton Manning, the former NFL quarterback, I never left the field saying I could have done more to get ready, and that gives me peace of mind. Third, be flexible and adapt. As I'm sure you've experienced in your athletic life, competitions don't always work out the way you expect. For example, your opponent may be better than you thought. You aren't able to perform the way you'd wanted to, or you've been confronted with conditions that you didn't prepare for. The result is that you're on your way to a disappointing defeat. Clearly, if you continue to approach the competition the same way, you will be violating the law of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results and you are pretty much guaranteeing failure. Unfortunately, athletes can be reluctant to change their strategy in the middle of a competition, particularly a big one. Sticking with a known strategy is familiar and comfortable, even if it isn't working. By contrast, changing strategies is risky because you can't be sure it will work. In these unexpected situations, if you want to have any chance of snatching victory from the jaws of defeat, you have to be flexible and adapt as quickly as possible. Recognize and acknowledge that your present approach just isn't working and that it will likely not work if you continue on your current path. Second, either shift the plan B that you've created before the competition or identify a different approach that takes into account the realities of the current competitive situation. Third, make a full commitment to the change and throw everything you have behind your new plan. From Nolan Ryan, the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame pitcher, Enjoying success requires the ability to adapt. Only by being open to change will you have a true opportunity to get the most out of your talent. Finally, expect the unexpected. A major source of stress for athletes is the unexpected things that can come up on the day of a big competition. The natural reaction to unexpected events is to, well, freak out. You worry, lose confidence, become anxious, and get distracted. In this physical and mental state, you have little chance of performing your best and achieving the results you want. During the course of a big competition, all kinds of things can go wrong. On the way to the event, airlines lose your equipment, you get lost on the drive or get stuck in traffic, or you get a flat tire or run out of gas. At the event, your equipment breaks, start times are delayed, and routines are disrupted. If you're not prepared for these unexpected events, you're going to stress out and probably perform poorly. 
there are two ways to deal with the unexpected. First, expect the unexpected. Take a sheet of paper and on the left side of the page, make a list of all the things that you think can go wrong at a big competition. Think travel, weather, gear, and competitive schedules for starters. Then on the right side, list solutions to these occurrences. For example, you break a piece of your equipment, you should have a backup replacement or know someone beforehand whom you can borrow it from. Or if your start time is moved up, you can do a shortened version of your competitive routine. Using this strategy, you can prevent yourself from stressing out by preventing the unexpected event from being, well, unexpected. Of course, you can't anticipate everything because of the natural uncertainty of sports. So, so the key then becomes how you react to that unexpected occurrence. For example, you're running late and you think you're going to miss the start of the competition. You have two choices here. Either experience the aforementioned freakout, which I'm pretty sure you would agree doesn't do you any good. Or you can accept that these things happen, focus on staying positive and calm, and look for the best solution to the unexpected event, and stay focused on your goal for the day, which is to perform your best. I can assure you that you will feel and perform a whole lot better if you keep your cool. From Michael Jordan, the NBA legend, obstacles don't have to stop you. If you run into a wall, don't turn around and give up. Figure out how to climb it, go through it, or work around it. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to episode 38 of Train Your Mind for Athletic Success. And be on the lookout for episode 39 in the near future.